Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I am a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and one. And I'm Tara Lynn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, five, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. Summer is in full swing. We've been feeling the need for a little more simplicity in this season, so today we are going to share some tips on how to find it. Okay, everybody, my face palm is <laughs> connected to my youngest child. So I've told you guys before that my kids are, you know, when they're babies, they're like average sleepers, not not like magical sleepers like Felicia's or <laughs> nightmare sleepers, just, you know, somewhere in the middle. And then once my kids are like a little a- around one years old, I feel like we got the sleep thing down, yeah. you know, like they're good at sleeping for the most part you know of course you have some strange nights but all that (laughs) has gone awry (laughs) because my two-year-old guys I do not know what's happening but it's not working for me in fact the other night I was in his room at three in the morning and I told him which it didn't make any sense to him I'm sure I'm like this is not working for me (laughs) like whatever we're doing it's not working for me in case you thought I was liking this I'm not (laughs) this is not working He's like waking up. He gets out of his bed and then comes and knocks on the door and then keeps waking up. And I don't know what, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's changed. His room is conducive for sleeping. (laughs) I'm not sure, but wow. I, it makes me remember what it's like to have a baby when you're waking up throughout the night. I'm like, how did I ever function like this? I've done it four times, but what, what is happening? (laughs) Anyway, yes. so oh. that's my face palm. I'm just saying that, first of all, because I'm struggling. <laughs> Second of all, for all you parents out there who are sleep deprived, wow, everything is just not quite it's the same when you're harder. not sleeping at night. It's, it's so true. It is like a huge, huge deal. So I feel you. I'm with you. Feeling I need some you know, solidarity that there are a lot of <laughs> other people out there who are experiencing this and yep. it's not working for me. <laughs> just in case anybody <laughs> wants to know, it's not working for me. Whenever my kids like are fighting sleep, I'm like, why? I would pay so much money just to sleep as much as you. And you don't even have anything to worry about. Like, you know, it isn't like like There's their no sleep reason. is just like this blissful, like yes. just I am tired, so I'm gonna yeah. fall asleep. Yes. Okay, why are you at, fighting it? Oh my head. Oh, I feel you. I've been through those phases. It's the worst. Yeah. Okay, so my high five is simply that we went camping with our three <laughs> boys. Um Camping with a baby is more challenging. I love camping and Park, my husband loves camping. So we both go into it liking it. So then, you know, when you like something, it makes, even if it's hard, a little better. Mm-hmm. So it's still hard, but it was a success and nobody like didn't sleep all night because they were cold or something weird and nobody got burned in the fire and... <laughs> Those are all stabbed with some more sticks. <laughs> Those are all worth applause. Excellent. <laughs> and we survived our one night of camping. And then we went to a little condo and <laughs> showered and had good sleep. So that's my five. That's an we excellent camped. way to camp. <laughs> yeah. A night of camping. One night. 
Though you still have to bring all the same stuff and it's the same work, which is the unfortunate yes. part of it. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Hmm. That sounds awesome. I'm I'm very impressed. I love camping too, but with a baby, I've only had a few experiences with a baby. And after my my last experience with a baby, it was like four nights. Oh yeah, that's and a it lot. wasn't even full blown camping. It was glamping, which is amazing. <laughs> but he'd wake up at four in the morning when the sun came up. I was oh, like, "What no. is happening?" But I couldn't let him wake up the whole camp. Yeah, so, so you're I'm just out like on driving around or... this lake, just <laughs> enjoying the beautiful view while everybody else sleeps. Uh, anyway. Would he go back to sleep? In the yeah, car? he'd sleep in the car. But, but I'm not. You're sleeping. not sleeping. So and then no. I'd come back and we'd have a whole day at the lake, which yeah. is super fun. Yeah, but exhausting. But I've been up since four. Oh my gosh. I didn't didn't mean to just make that about me. (laughs) What I'm saying is I'm impressed. Well done. Because I like swore that I'd have to wait a few more years until, which now my kids are old enough. They'd actually love it now. Yeah. We should try it again. Try it to do it. Speaking of camping and trips, we're going to talk about summer today and the feeling of um, overwhelm and possibly negative emotions that come up during the summer for different reasons um and we're going to talk about how we can simplify a little bit and uh try to be present one of our favorite words but try to just be here enjoy the summer take a little pressure off off of ourselves and if we are going through some less than ideal things or we're feeling yucky and just uh, overwhelmed maybe by the summer some tips on how to get through that and this subject Everybody, this is for us for as well. Us. We had us. actually been preparing. We'd been working on a whole different subject, and both of us were like, we're not feeling it. This, mm-hmm. is, what, this is what we need to talk about today. Mm-hmm. For Hopefully, there's a lot of people out there who this helps, and it's also we need it ourselves. Yeah. So. Okay, so the first um, concept with summer we want to talk about is the concept of simplifying. So summer can be so so wonderful it can be so wonderful and it's so fun and for me you guys have heard me talk a little bit about summer so summer is like felicia's spirit animal like she embodies summer in every way and she's so sad when it's over i love summer i mean i love it but sometimes at the end of summer i'm a little relieved a little done (laughs) just because it's so much fun and so much doing things and so many fun things to go to all the time. Like, it's almost like, oh, I need to, like, just come back to my house. Mm-hmm. So when fall comes, I usually just say it as a good thing. Like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, I'm enjoying cooking again mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. schedule and all that kind of thing. But there's a way, I've been thinking about it, and I think there's a way to make summer, no, no matter what your personality is, make summer work for mm-hmm. you. And I think a huge part of that is simplification. Mm-hmm. So we had, we had... An experience this last week that I experienced simplifying and who was actually very refreshing. We went kind of last minute. Uh, my husband's work has been super crazy for a while. And he was like, you know what? Like he just finished with this big project and he's like, let's just get out of town. Like, let's just go. We didn't, we don't have any family vacations just with our little family planned this summer. We have, you know, one with each of our different extended families but none with just our family so he's like you know what let's just he just booked us a place and we went about four hours south of our house and because of it because it was kind of last minute I didn't have time to do all the things I normally do for trips which is and just you know as I'm saying these things there's nothing wrong with these things but I didn't do any of them mm-hmm. I didn't meal prep I didn't you know make any yummy thing ahead of time I didn't make treats you know normally we're making like caramel popcorn mm-hmm. and fudge and these mm-hmm. yummy 
meals that I can bring down and freeze and then mm-hmm. cook down there. And mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that. It literally was like I packed like the half an hour before we left. Mm-hmm. I let my kids pack themselves. Like I wrote them a list and my older three. But mm-hmm. that's including my five-year-old who packed like winter boots. So, you know, <laughs> it wasn't perfect. <laughs> anyway, and it was super hot. But, you know, so I just packed me and my two-year-old. My husband packed himself. We just threw everything in the car and we went down. And guys, guess what? It was an awesome vacation. We had no plans. We literally just went down. We had some friends who lived in the city. So once we were like, we were like on our way down, we're like, hey, we're coming down. If you want to hang out, great. If not, great. And they like blew our minds actually. And it was lovely reconnecting with friends. And But we had no plans. No plans. Super simple packing. No preparation. Our meals down there were very simple. Like We got like super easy breakfast from the grocery store and we like mm-hmm. made sandwiches for lunch. I mean, mm-hmm. so easy. Mm-hmm. And it was lovely. And it was actually rejuvenating, which yeah. let's just let that sink in a trip with children. <laughs> that's actually rejuvenating. Like it's normally that doesn't happen very no. often. I feel like usually you come back from a trip and you're like, oh, okay, oh. I need a vacation yeah. myself. <laughs> yep. But maybe yep. there was something to that. And I'm not, again, there are lots of times where, Maybe you're going with a big group and you have to meal prep because mm-hmm. you're in charge of a whole meal for 20 mm-hmm. people. So I'm not saying that any of those things are bad, but simplicity is an option. Like yes. it's actually optional, mm-hmm. which kind of blows my mind because I've just never really approached trips like that before. Totally. Yeah. You always see them as this big to do in this big long list. And I think that goes hand in hand with a couple of the other tips we have, which one, accepting your season. So are you in a season of... I'm going to bring all these fun little toys for my, you know, and coloring books and set up games for my kids to play on the way on this road trip and meal prep all this stuff, which are all good things. Are you in the season of like throw on a movie Mm -hmm. and get down there and and buy your food, which is the season I'm in. (laughs) Which I know you guys, we've talked a lot about technology. So I just want to make sure I never want to be teaching something and have you like be doing something that you guys and you guys think I never do screen time. For example, we've talked about screen time. I have pretty strong limits when it comes to our home screen time. But for me, road trips, road trips. movies make the whole yeah. thing magical. My oh, kids yeah. know. Yep. They look forward to it because they're like, we got to watch two full movies mm-hmm. to, for the five hour, whatever, mm-hmm. four hour drive, two and a half movies, however yeah. many it is. They look forward to it. I look forward to it because I can just chat with my husband yep. or, I mean, wow, read my own book. Yes. That sounds lovely. Yes. So I just wanted everybody to know that I fully... <laughs> support support screen, screen time for long road trips we don't yeah. do ever on short drives we yeah. listen to books but yeah we even started listening to a book we were finishing one and after it was over that the first half hour of the drive it was like okay that was fun i had three other books for us to listen to and it yeah. was like you know what movie time movie. yeah and it was totally. way fun everybody loved it so mm-hmm. you know, just want to make sure i'm not being a hypocrite here yes i'm being transparent <laughs> yes that's what we do yep. and it makes it magical for yep. me it really <laughs> it's does totally worth it yep makes it more of a vacation than a trip um, yeah, so embracing, accepting your season. And with that comes, I find myself doing a lot more comparing in the summertime mm-hmm. because you're seeing everyone on every trip and every place around the world. And of course, everyone shares their trips because we all want to share our fun things, right? So that you're seeing the concentration of summer amazingness mm-hmm. on everybody's and on all social media. So, to take a step back and not compare oh my gosh they've already been on four trips what are we doing we got to get some on the schedule you know Mm -hmm. and just embracing Mm -hmm. your time your things that you're doing and it may not be your season because of the age of your kids or because of your budget for that year right you know for whatever reason yeah 
sometimes you're not traveling Europe. Mm -hmm. In fact, wait, that's most of the time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And that's okay. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's a really good reminder. Yep. And then our last tip for simplifying um, is to limit time stealing behaviors. So we all know what those are. (laughs) We all do them in, you know, social media, internet, surfing, shopping online, um, really mostly to anything to do with our screens that just we spend endless directionless stuff directionless. where you're just like filling yeah. the time it isn't mm-hmm. like i have to buy a pair of pants because my jeans mm-hmm. have hole in them it's just mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna look on this website yep. and see what i find yep exactly <laughs> because a lot of times we feel we feel that back-to-backness of summer at least i do where it's like next mm-hmm. thing next thing and then we have to be here and we have to do this and th- we can find these little pockets of slowing down time to you know take a few deep breaths and decompress or enjoy you know watching your baby to popsicle because it's hilarious or whatever those things are but we're not finding those pockets of rest so we're feeling that like overwhelm in a season that really should be hopefully fun really Mm -hmm. yeah and enjoyable yeah enjoyable perhaps even rejuvenating yes maybe maybe (laughs) so um an example of this is and just you know i mean there's like everything we're seeing here, there's nothing wrong with putting boundaries around your undirected screen time. Mm-hmm. Say like, I'm just going to give myself a half an hour at 7 p.m. just right. to like mindlessly browse social media and the internet or shopping or whatever you want to do. But the concept of those things is they literally just suck the time. Anytime you just pick up your phone and just mindlessly do that, first of all, the time just disappears. But second of all, like Felicia was saying, you really can't be present and it just makes you feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So an example of this is, so like swim lessons. My kids have swim lessons this week, which means every day I'm gonna have to drive them to a place. They all have them at the same time, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can choose a few things there. I can just sit there on my phone and just have it be a time stealing thing, just like mm-hmm. mindlessly browse. Mm-hmm. Or I could watch my kids do their swim lessons, which is an option. Um, or I could actually take that for us, our swim lessons are only 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So actually what I think I'm going to do, I'll probably watch them a little, but they each have their, like they have an instructor. So it doesn't mm-hmm. like I like need to. I think I'm just going to sit there and just like breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And turn that swimming lesson time into actually something that's rejuvenating instead of feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm just running from here to here. And then the time in between is just like a black hole because that's what our screens are, just these little black holes. Totally. And just add to my overwhelm. Does that make yep. sense? So you can yep. find these little, what if you're waiting to pick up your kid from their lessons that they're doing Mm -hmm. you know you have five minutes in the car are you just pulling out your phone and Mm -hmm. just letting it time suck Mm -hmm. or can you just sit still and actually rejuvenate yourself i actually like to imagine myself pulling in energy in yoga we call it prana Mm -hmm. right and it's gonna sound goofy guys Mm -hmm. but like picture yourself actually like the life energy that's in the air Mm -hmm. i actually picture myself when i breathe just like bringing it in Mm -hmm. and you can like be like buzzing with energy instead of being drained yeah there's a little I breathing love that. Yeah, I love you. that little practice. Okay, so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about um, how to find some happiness even if you're feeling a little crummy in the summer. And we'll talk about some self-care, what that actually looks like.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, so first let's talk about a little bit of self-care. We hear that word. It's like a buzzword. Everybody talks about self-care. Um, you know, let's do... In fact, I have, you know, I know this one girl who's like, I self-care is my goal every single year and I still haven't mastered it. But then what I hear a lot of people talking about when they talk about self-care, because obviously that's going to be part of a conversation when it comes to enjoying summer, enjoying life in general, self-care is going to be part of that. But what Felicia and I notice in a lot of people when they talk about self-care and specifically not just people, but if you look at advertisements, somebody trying to sell something, self-care looks like buying something. Mm-hmm. It looks like getting a manicure or a pedicure or getting your hair highlighted or whatever it is or buying this special thing or going on a shopping spree. Like those are, or it's hilarious to me, like when you like read a magazine, it's like, take care of yourself and they're selling you like, cotton balls, you know, like something like ridiculous. (laughs) That if you spend a lot of money on your cotton balls, then you will have the true self-love and fulfillment on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad things. They're all, well, maybe the $50 cotton balls, maybe. (laughs) But everything else, you know, of course, you're taking care of yourself, you're grooming. Mm -hmm. Those are taking care of the outside of yourself. But the self-care that we're talking about here is inside self-care the kind that actually fulfills you and 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 taking care of your body is part of that but true self-care i would argue doesn't require buying anything Mm -hmm. it doesn't require somebody to sell you something to take care of the inside of yourself so um a couple tips for self-care this summer if you're if you're feeling a little bit like you're just giving 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 your kids are home whatever and you're feeling a little empty Go back and listen to our first few, our first two episodes about morning routines. Mm -hmm. And then we also did another one about morning routines a few weeks ago. But um, if you can go back to what truly fulfills you. So I think, I think silence is going to, I've never met anybody who truly is at a place of deep personal fulfillment, who doesn't have some kind of silence carved Mm -hmm. out for themselves during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, morning routines, you guys know, we're like super passionate about morning routines, which are totally free. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful to kind of think about what are things that fulfill you. And I've told you guys a little bit about when I had my fourth kid, I felt like really, um, yeah, I felt whelmed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like things that used to give me joy didn't give me joy anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to really kind of do some self-searching about what was fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. So in addition to morning routines, for me, I found that hiking, yoga, reading, 
in the tub, preferably, <laughs> and time with adults in super small groups. So groups mm -hmm. of two or three. It could be a date. It could be talking with a friend at a park. But like where you're actually connecting with somebody. Mm -hmm. And I know I've mentioned those things before, but for me, it was actually really illuminating to know for me, those things rejuvenate me. So a hike in the morning with my daughter, that's going to rejuvenate me. Mm. Whereas doing something else that I used to love, mm -hmm. it, it was like sucking life from me. Yeah. You know, hobbies, and I'm not saying that some of those hobbies won't come back, but I think there is something liberating to knowing what are a few things that rejuvenate you and you can put those into your self-care bucket along with a nice morning routine that includes silence. But anyway, those and are my tips for finding self-care in the summer. Yeah, and eye-opening to to do that process of what things are taking my time, but I'm not like really, really enjoying them. I'm just doing them to do them or out of obligation to somebody else or whatever it is. And what things are actually fulfilling me because they might sound fun or they might sound like a good hobby that you want to have and you can do it in the future, but it might be sucking your energy. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about when you're feeling down and specifically in the summer. So, when I think about um, less than ideal feelings or circumstances in the summer, it's like, um, you know, I my kids have never been gone, but I have a lot of close friends who talk about the feeling of my kids have been, you know, at school all year, and I'm used to that. I have my schedule. I have my me time. And then now my kids are all around me all the time and all drive me crazy all the time. <laughs> So that, I pictured that. So that's a less than ideal circumstance. Um, you're feeling frustrated and whatever at your kids. Or um, trips or, you know, even just you have a pool pass and you're going there multiple days in a row so you're getting that exhausted feeling. Mm -hmm. Any of those. And your kids, let's be honest. I mean, it's July right now. So that means everybody's experienced hearing fireworks. Yes. With swimming, tires out kids. Yep. And Late nights for our kids. Yep. And what do tired kids equal? Cranky pants. Yep. Way Crankiness cranky. in general. I think we yep. just need to throw that in. Yep. If anybody else experiences that. Crankies. Lots of crankies. Yep. <laughs> a lot of emotions coming out. Totally. <laughs> so some things you can do in the summer when you're feeling, having that storm going on <laughs> is first have compassion with yourself and your kids. So I have that, um, I have this reaction when, and I think a lot of us probably feel this. You're doing something fun. So trip, pool, fireworks, whatever it is. You're at a fair. And your kids are having breakdowns. We've talked about this before. But just recognizing they're overwhelmed. They're tired. Maybe they've just had a ton of sugar because you're at this party. <laughs> they haven't slept in four days because fireworks and swimming and blah, 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 blah. And they're skipping naps. So instead of going straight to, oh, my gosh, we're at this really fun thing. Like you're being really ungrateful. You just should. Have fun. You be should like be having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we are having fun right now. Do it. <laughs> Switching to finding that compassion for yourself. So I'm a little short tempered because I'm also feeling all those things that you're feeling and compassion for them. And then going back to, you know, the accepting the season. So maybe we need to cut this a couple hours short or whatever it is, but beyond what the fix is, but when you're in that mo moment, having the compassion for you and for them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, if you can embody positive emotions, so that is connected to being present. But it's it's easy to dwell on negative stuff. It's easy for us to just absorb all the negative stuff. But if we can, um, and when I say embody, 
So that's a word that, I mean, I knew, but I hadn't really thought about until I had listened to Tara Brock and she talks a lot about embodying experiences and what it means is basically, so you're feeling you're somewhere and you're having a moment that's happy, but a lot of the times we don't take the time to actually feel it in our body, take it in and enjoy it really is what it is. So, so even in those little positive, happy moments, you know, watching your kid go on a ride and they're laughing, are you just still letting your subconscious run that moment or are you taking a second to take it into your body and enjoy mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And then the next um, tip is we've talked about the process of rain before, but I'm just going to do a refresher also from Tarbrock. But rain is an an acronym for a process of um, being with your emotions. So R is for recognize. So if you're feeling, if you're in a circumstance where you're just like, oh my gosh. So say your kids are just all driving you nuts. So recognizing I'm feeling this is a lot. I don't have any me time. I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of frustrated. So R, recognize. A is acknowledge. So just be, just welcome. Be okay with, it's okay that I'm frustrated about this right now. There's nothing wrong with me because I'm mad that my kids are driving me crazy. So acknowledge that emotion and then investigate. So eyes for investigate. Why am I feeling that? What about this situation is making me feel anger? Is it they're making messes or... I feel like I don't have enough time because they're home, investigating it, and then nurturing it. So loving yourself, giving yourself that compassion, that forgiveness for feeling those emotions, and then doing what you can with self-care and et cetera, all those things we've talked about to nurture your own um, soul, really. Mm-hmm. Something I love about this acronym is that it works on positive and negative emotions. True. So there is soup. There's tons of power in recognizing why we're feeling a positive emotion. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we don't take the time to do that. And Felicia kind of touched on that idea. I think it's easier to embody a positive emotion when you're recognizing it to start mm-hmm. with. You know, mm-hmm. well, you have to recognize it to be able to embody it. And either way, it's a beautiful way of processing emotions because all emotions go through us, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, we like basking in the positive ones, but the negative ones, we have to be able to experience for them to move through us as well. So I love this acronym for both positive and negative emotions. I find myself using it more for negative ones, though, because, you know, they're the ones I really want to let move through. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So I'm going to give you guys an example of using rain. Um, You can use it, obviously, in like a one minute. That can be a one minute process of, wow, I'm feeling really frustrated, really impatient right now. Recognize it. I'm feeling it. Acknowledge. Yep. There you are. Investigate it. I think I'm feeling this because my kids just flooded our kitchen, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then actually allowing yourself to nurture it and feel it and let it go through you. But um, I'm going to give you an example of a time I just recently used it. And it was a little bit longer process, but it's still, it was really, really helpful for me. So um, I, I mentioned to you guys that a few weeks ago, my husband got really sick and it was a really intense week. And during that week, I let go of all of my fulfilling things that we were just talking about, the self-care that I was just talking about. I wasn't doing my miracle morning. I was just exhausted all the time and um, kind of in fight or flight mode, really, the whole week. And then the next week, we flew up 
to, well, we drove up to Portland because my sister was having a baby and spent a few nights there sleeping on hospital chairs and, you know, and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. But same thing. I wasn't doing my things that I know fulfill me on the inside. Specifically, I wasn't doing my miracle morning. And because again, you know, we're like, I could have, there's no, you know, there, I could have, but I didn't. So, you know, we get back. So it had been a full two weeks of me not doing this. I got back and guys, I had an internal crash <laughs> inside of me. It was, um, I would maybe say you could call it a breakdown or as Brene Brown says, you can call it an awakening either way, <laughs> breakdown or awakening. But, um, it felt like a breakdown inside of myself. Like, uh, my husband and I have a, it's like an easy way to check in with each other to see where you're doing on like your mental health on a scale of one to 10. If 10 is like, I am life is awesome. Mm -hmm. And one is like, I don't even want to be alive anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, where are you on that scale? It's a quick way to check in and be like, this is where I am. And I like doing it to myself actually, because I know that my normal, like just status quo is like usually like an eight. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling, and of course, but I, of course I dip down and I go up like that's, yeah. that's life. Yeah. So, you know, I'll have like a day where I'm feeling really low, but this had been like, I'm talking like four or five days of, I was feeling really bad, like maybe like a three, like, mm -hmm. I'm feeling hopeless. I was feeling feelings of despair. I was feeling feelings like really, really dark feelings like life is never going to feel good again. Things that had been going on in my hour circumstances for over a, a year um, that I had been able to use reframing tools and still be able to like find joy even when these hour circumstances in my life weren't going how I would choose. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, all those difficult circumstances... I felt like they were like crashing down on me. And I remember having this thought with myself of reframing is a bunch of baloney because I'm just being delusional. That's what it is. Yes. I'm, if I'm looking at it, it's like you take the exact same circumstance that has been difficult for me. I'm not saying that it hasn't been difficult over the last couple of years, but there have been circumstances that again, I've been able to keep, feel my joy and feel sadness and feel joy, mm -hmm. but overall stay in a good place. And all of a sudden I was not in a good place. It's like, none of this is going right. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I've been thinking. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. Like, everything is not awesome. This is, mm -hmm. anyway. And I even actually went to my husband and I was like, I need to tell you that I'm feeling this way, not just for an hour or for a day, but I've been feeling it now for like five days. And if I'm still feeling like this in a month, it's something with mental health. I feel like sometimes when you get in a really dark place, you can't even think clearly and observe yourself. So I'm like, totally. I'm feeling like I'm observing myself, but I just need to let you know how low I am because... If I'm still like this in a month, then we may need to talk about getting some more help. Anyway, so guys, so I was in the morning. So I was like, okay, I need to take some time, figure this out. I'm acknowledging, I'm recognizing this. So I'm feeling, mm -hmm. I'm at a three and I've been here for a few days and I'm feeling really, really bad. I'm not showing up for the people in my life. Like I try to show up, like I can show up. And I mean, even my to-do list, guys, I haven't felt this. I was feeling like paralyzed with anxiety. Like my to-do list, I, I was telling Felicia, I couldn't even, like the idea of making a phone call was like almost paralyzing. It was so mm -hmm. weird. It was so weird. It was not mm -hmm. good. Anyway, so I recognized it, acknowledged that it was there, that the feelings that I were feeling were overwhelm, anxiety, the feeling of being depressed, despair. I mean, I had like a, a nice long list of these negative <laughs> emotions that I was recognizing and acknowledging. And then came the investigation part. And part of investigation for me, especially when it's something that's big, is prayer. So I was praying 
like help me to understand this why am I feeling this and the thought that came to my mind was well what has changed in the past two weeks because those outward circumstances that you're feeling despairing about haven't changed Mm -hmm. those were there before Mm -hmm. they've been there for actually a while Mm -hmm. so what is it that's changed and of course guys you guys are listening probably like hello (laughs) we know what's changed (laughs) what had changed is I wasn't doing my morning stuff Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing any of that and as we know from research meditation specifically I think all rejuvenating things are like this but there's research that shows meditation is like this, that it is cumulative. It isn't like mm-hmm. one day you do it and you feel great and one day you don't and you don't feel great. Mm-hmm. It's like medicine. Yeah. It like builds up. So if you stop, you usually don't notice right then the effects. Or when you start, you don't notice the effects right then. Like I had a meditation teacher once who was like, you have to do it for 30 days straight or else you might not feel the difference, right? You right. can't just do it for a day and be like, oh, meditation's not for me because right. I did it for a day and it, I didn't notice anything. Yeah. But like... So anyway, it was like, ding, 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 hello, that's what it is. So that in my investigation process, that's what I came to the conclusion of, wow, I have not been doing my thing that I know on the inside of me fills me and allows me to have the resilience to actually deal with life mm-hmm. and be present. So then how I nurtured it was, big surprise, just recommit and actually yeah. do my miracle morning. <laughs> and we went out of, I mean, I told you guys I went on a vacation and I even... I did shorter ones, but I still, it was like a, I brought my journal with me and I did my, my little abbreviated morning that we know we've already told you guys about in the first, I told you about in the second episode, but, um, went into detail about it, but I guess what guys, I'm happy. I'm happy to report. It's been like 10 days since I had that, you know, realization in my investigation. And I've had about 10 days of nurturing and, I feel like I'm back. Like I'm back oh, to like that. a seven or an eight where like I feel like there is actually a lot of joy in life. I have hope for mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. and all the things that mm-hmm. are part of life. And also knowing that it's okay to feel those things, of course. But like I was feeling like I was going into like a doldrums area. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know that was a long like explanation. of. I just want to show you in real life, this acronym can mm-hmm. really help you process not just like a big scary emotion for a half an hour mm-hmm. when your kids spill milk. But like, like I was in a really dark place and it really, really helped me. And I feel like I'm back and ready to show up every day. Yeah. And that it works over a long term process or just right in the moment you can use it. If it's just a little thing, Mm -hmm. still recognize it or a positive thing to help you just feel it and embrace it. Mm -hmm. And Um, nurture that. I mean, nurturing positive emotions is, yes, feels really great. And another, so in the acronym, so recognize, acknowledge, investigate, nurture. Another, so Tarbox sometimes switches out allow, acknowledge for allow. Oh. And I really like allow because with negative emotions, it's like, I like that word. It's okay. You're allowed to be here. You're allowed to feel that. I'm allowed to feel that. Another word that I just thought of that you could put in for that A is accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Eckhart totally. Tolle says there's really three only three ways to approach something that's actually going to feel good not feel good that's not the right word but three positive ways to approach Mm -hmm. things one is acceptance and then he goes on to say other things like Mm -hmm. enthusiasm and things like that Mm -hmm. but sometimes all we can give a situation is acceptance yeah we can't be enthusiastic about feeling depressed (laughs) you know we're not gonna feel we're not going to feel positive things about mm-hmm. it, but we can feel acceptance. Yeah. This is how I'm feeling. This is what the situation is. Yep. And there actually is a huge relief with just the concept of accepting. Yes. I huge. agree. And I know there's some people out there who are like, wait, why would you accept a bad situation? Mm-hmm. You're not saying that you're not going to do something to change it. 
you're accepting it that that is reality now yep and it shouldn't it's not that it should be a different way should is a naughty word yeah how do you know it's supposed to be (laughs) this way because it is yep it doesn't mean you can't change it but it is like it is now Mm -hmm. and that's actually super liberating Mm -hmm. all right guys so just to recap um how to simplify a little bit in our summer so be present focus on that self-care and maybe in those day-to-day moments when you're trying to accept your season simplify on your trips or um slowing down a little bit maybe saying you know really kind and honest no's to things that people are asking you to do just slowing down which is hard sometimes to do when they're really fun things yep exactly i have yep. no time with that. knowing your limits which is yes tough um limit those time stealing behaviors internet surfing that kind of stuff and then when you are feeling that overwhelm or that frustration um having compassion for yourself and your kids in those moments and then using the process of rain to recognize acknowledge investigate and nurture those feelings that you're having all right let's find the magic Brown cows. (laughs) 